Oh, Dang, people have happened. some stuff to say. They're like writing paragraphs. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a little challenging to find. Man, why are people... Because this movie deserves an essay. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I can see that, but usually there's like a few that are just like, yo, let me just get right to the point. Right. People just want to talk. That's mm-hmm. why. Like, just like what we were talking about before with, with all these different public issues and everyone wants to voice their perspective right we have to and then once i do that i have to pick a side <laughs> i have to ally myself with a side do you or at least you feel the pressure to maybe. no no that's that's not i don't know if you really have to i don't want to do that no people feel uh, that though people yeah. feel like they have to but. yeah unless it is one of those things that's like there's no, it's it's either black or white, no gray area. I guess by default. I don't know if it's something very serious, then I'm not picking a side. I'm I'm pointing out the seriousness of the issue. Like, yeah, like these people are hurting. I'm gonna point out that something needs to be done. That's it. I'm not. I don't have to pick a side to do that. So, like, if there's a group of people, like you know, in the Asian community, there was these very public, you know, beatings. Now, obviously. Mm-hmm. The Asian community has dealt with a lot prior to these videotaped beatings, but regardless, that stuff is wrong. I don't need to pick a side to say that. Right. That's wrong. Okay, yeah. I found something Period. that's passable. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Something I can read in a minute. All right. Hopefully, cool. it's not the same one that I. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That'd be so funny if it was. <laughs> Y'all just read. You know, only one person sent in a review. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. I think we're good to go. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Oh, I'm not good to go because I normally read my intro on my phone and I don't have my phone. Tragic. Should I have memorized. I should just have it memorized, Fergie. No, just, that's... you know, you can go off script. Hey, welcome to the well. Uh, wait, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. You're like, hey, let's go off script. Like, yo, welcome to the welcome. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> and this is why we don't go off script. No, 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 you can do it. Welcome oh my to God. the MCU podcast, Marvelous Friends podcast, <laughs> where we where we discuss. Oh my gosh! Everything MCU. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to, you know, and we come together your... on <laughs> a podcast every we week, so we can it. talk about it. And I'm your host, Rob. <laughs> I'm your other host, Rob. <laughs> and I'm and also no, your no, host, Rob. Yeah, let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to let you finish, Elise. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> but Rob had the best intro of all time. Listen, but I'm your host, Rob. <laughs> Rob <laughs> the jewelry me, store. I brought, a, I brought a few of my friends, and that's when y'all say whatever. <laughs> I'm Elise. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Fergie. <laughs> And today we were <laughs> <laughs> Rinaldi the left this podcast. <laughs> Rinaldi's gone. Rinaldi's gone. There are two Roberts, Elise, is and Fergie. Yeah, the Dead Friends today. podcast. Rinaldi yeah, this is the, the Dead Friends podcast. Yeah, I'm about the Dead Friends podcast. The Eternals. So oh my gosh! All right, uh, Rinaldi is not here. He had 
something personal to deal with, so therefore he has Wait, left. Wait, what happened to the dead for five days? <laughs> <laughs> I got personal. He, he got personal. I got personal problems. He started a podcast. He didn't introduce himself, so we can't. <laughs> we got to you know, come the, up with the, the thing. The but we already came notice. up with the thing. He, yeah. He's doing the dead friends podcast. I'm doing podcast. the dead friends podcast. Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Welcome, everyone, to episode 59 of the Marvelous Friends podcast. We are four friends giving our honest review of everything MCU and MCU-related. And uh, you never know what's going to happen when we come together and we talk about these movies and TV shows. My name is Rob. I'm your host. And I brought a few of my friends with me. My name is Raynal, and I'm inspired the legend of Raynalasia. <laughs> what? Okay. okay. I am an eternal. Now that I've decided to wait for Ashram, my name's Rinaldi. There you go. There you go. My name's Elise. And I'm Fergie. Uh, In this episode, we're going to talk about the uh, brand new movie out in theaters right now, Eternals. We learn about a group of immortal heroes called the Eternals, who hail from the home Olympia. And they are sent by the celestial Ashram. Arishim. Arishim. Thank you, Elise. To help humanity grow and develop from ancient times to modern times for a grand design. However, when one of the Eternals is killed by a deviant, monsters that not only oppose the Eternals but oppose humanity, more secrets about the Eternals are revealed. Will the Eternals be ready to handle those secrets and the dangers that await the human race? We find out. Will Eternals be ready for a DC kind of review (laughs) in the online conversations that everybody's having? Uh, with this movie uh as you guys know um eternals is out we did release an episode previously talking about what we can expect and what we're looking forward to uh with the eternals and how we're feeling going into it and what people are saying online now we have watched it and uh but before we get into what we think i'd like to know what people are saying online uh there's there's a lot of debate a lot of essays i think that were written about this uh this this movie but um what are people saying online about this movie okay i have an audience review from google um by ben harris from four days ago and ben writes do not listen to the critics wrote it in caps Mm. i'd like to start off by saying this is a very enjoyable and introspective film the critics are bashing the movie for its biggest strength firstly the story is told in a non-linear fashion is made very clear what time period you're currently viewing. I personally enjoyed this method of storytelling a lot. It reminded me of a well-written novel. Secondly, the movie is very engaging and never boring. The handful of action sequences included are all very fun and exciting. The exposition in this movie was handled well for the most part. The movie had a lot of explaining to do and could have really dropped the bag here. Thankfully, they didn't. One scene involving the Celestial Arishim could have been handled better and is quite exposition heavy, but I was never overwhelmingly confused. Last, I want to applaud the performances in this movie. The mo- this movie is loaded with emotion and the actors bring their A-game. Jolie in particular knocks it out of the park. She deserves an Oscar nod for her performance as Thena in my opinion. Overall, this movie had its troubles at times, 
namely in the final battle where it dragged for a bit too long, but the movie as a whole was very enjoyable. Don't listen to the critics and go see this movie in theaters. The beautiful shots in this movie won't be done justice by Disney Plus and your phone screen. I plan to watch this movie again in theaters. Nine out of ten. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow, Oscar-worthy performance from Angelina Jolie. That's crazy. Oscar-worthy. <clears throat> that person, that person <clears throat> has not that's, seen the Oscars. <clears throat> no. That's how Ben <clears throat> feels. Well, that's thank crazy. you, Ben, for, um, for posting <clears throat> the review and allowing us. Uh, hang on, Rinaldi. We're coming to you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, how about you, Fergie? What have you found? So I found my review on Google Reviews from Marcus T, and he says, At first, I wasn't going to watch the film due to all the negativity about it, but I'm glad I watched the movie. Honestly, after watching the movie, I have really no idea why people would give the movie bad reviews for a little kissing in it and a partial gay scene. It's ridiculous. People grow up. This movie was actually pretty good. This is like an Avenger-level threat, but the Avengers isn't here to save the world. It's time for a different set of heroes to rise, even still going through self-discovery. Um, we'll have to come together to stop these deviants and much more. Please, everyone, don't listen to none of the negative reviews. This is a must-see, and this movie will show two post credit scenes you don't want to miss. I recommend it to anyone who's a true MCU fan. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Okay, we got so we got some people talking very highly about this movie. If you have scoured the internet and looked at what people are saying about this movie, it's very divisive. It's very divisive. We won't get into why I think or why we think is divisive. We got a chance to watch it. It's great to hear what other people are saying, but I'm more interested in what we think. And so for those of us listening, I just want to let you guys know really quick, spoilers, 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 spoilers. If you have not seen the movie, uh, go ahead and see it if you want. Uh, but if not, I don't know why you're even here. We're going to be spoiling the whole movie unless you just want us to just tell you what goes on in the movie. Yeah, some people um, like that. Some people like that. And, you know, more power to you. Yeah. So let's go around and talk about letter grades. Letter grades, letter grades. What would you guys grade this movie? I'm going to get myself out the way because <laughs> my grade fluctuated from when we left the theater to now. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with C. Oh. I'm going to stick with okay. C. I, I, okay. I had C when I left the theater. It went down, then mm-hmm. it went back up, and but uh, I think now my mind's clear. C. Yeah. Okay. How about you? I too will give this a C, and I have, I've had a change of heart about it, but I think it was kind of always in the C C minus range, but mm-hmm. C. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Fergie? I want to give it a B. Um... It wasn't the best MCU film I've seen, and it wasn't the worst. And so I, I think I would watch this again. Mm. Wow. Okay. I was uh, really anticipating your grade because uh, you said that you, you enjoyed this movie. Um, I'm also fluctuating, and I feel like I'm still fluctuating um, with what I want to give this. But I think, I think a safe C for me, too. Um, this movie wasn't terrible. But it also wasn't amazing. Um, I'll give this a C. I want to turn my attention to Fergie real quick. Um, She's sticking out there. Yeah. With the B. So, yeah. So, so care to share why you feel like... <laughs> 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 dancing. 
Care to share uh, why you gave this a B? Um, yeah. I enjoyed the movie as a movie. Um, watching it, it wasn't bad. I was paying attention. I didn't fall asleep, which is probably the first in a long time. Mm. Um, I liked the characters. Um, I was really curious why Angelina Jolie was hired for this project because I feel like, I don't know, she has a pretty good um, collection of movies under her belt. Like, she didn't need this. I don't. also don't think she deserves an Oscar for her performance. Hmm. Um, I think... My pros for this movie was, like, it was very diverse, um, not just in, like, skin color, but also in age, um, and I appreciated that. Um, didn't really care for, like, I don't know, the, the costumes and stuff. Like, um, I guess we can get into that later, but I didn't really care for just their little getup. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like a Halloween costume. Mm. Um, and this movie kind of just felt like, um, a Marvel movie through the lens of a DC movie, if yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, oh, okay. I, I don't know where this kind of falls, mm-hmm. um, in my overall ranking of all the movies, but it was enjoyable. I'd watch it again. I recommend it. Um, yeah, I think there are other movies that we've seen that are just trash. I would never even touch in a million years. Mm. This is not one of them. Yeah. I respect that. I think this movie, I think you said it right. Like this is definitely a Marvel movie. Very clear. And even in this movie, the jokes aren't your typical, like Thor Ragnarok kind of jokes. They're not, they're just like, you know, some are throw. most of them are thrown in there kind of like casually, you know, get you a good chuckle. But then there are others that are like, a bit more funnier, but it doesn't hammer you over a head mm-hmm. with jokes. Like this is not a comedy movie. Um, yeah. I don't think I can remember any of the jokes actually. Now that you bring that up. Right. Exactly. I remember one. Yeah. I know you do because uh, we'll get to him. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like you're right. It, it's definitely a Marvel movie through the lens of a DC film mm-hmm. maker. It's, it's almost as if a, someone from WB or someone at DC came and you know how joss whedon did justice league yeah and that and he slapped a marvel gooey filter over it i feel like this is the the, the inverse that this is a marvel movie but with the dc filter on it a little bit yeah Um, well what's the name of the director again what's her name chloe Zhao. chloe Zhao. it it feels like she really studied um like Man of Steel. <laughs> she did. And then it was like, we're going to get to that. All right. That. Now it's time for me to make my Marvel movie. So let me ask you guys this. Okay. Because this is this movie. We're introduced to a lot of characters all at once, really, for the first time. Do you feel like that this movie did a good job handling the characters and introducing you to these characters? I don't know. I think it, it may have been too many uh, to handle in one movie. I didn't really feel too much for any of them really personally, but I know that there's so much, there's so much meat in each of their stories, but I don't think they got to really flesh it out because there's so many of them. And that's like a lot, like even like, for example, Sprite in her one-sided love, like Mike, why do you love this man? I don't don't really get that. Um, Yeah, I get it, but I don't. 
Okay. Um, so that's so that's an example that I can think of, and even like Cersei and Icarus's love, like it was kind of going somewhere, and I was like, okay, okay, give me give me more depth, and then it just was like, okay, now maybe I don't. I'm not sure if I care about y'all relationship either. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's just like okay, Cersei, just go date this new guy because go date Dane because I don't. This guy is a scrub. Yeah. So yeah, I find it interesting <laughs> because on our previous episode, I expressed a lot of fear about what you just described. You have new eight new characters, mm-hmm. and you have to care about them in one movie. And y'all three said, "Hey, just." Just be optimistic. Hope for the best. And here we are, where you're like, I don't care about any of these people. Yeah, it's (laughs) not even Paperboy. Do no, (laughs) but you know, I do. But it's just, it's just kind of scratching the surface. It's not enough to. I mean, I was a little bit like, I was slightly upset when Gilgamesh died because I was like, oh man, he kind of seemed like a really cool character, and it's just like I didn't get to know more about him. Yeah, and then he got killed off. So. I kind of care, but at the same time, it's not enough for me to, like, have a real strong emotional reaction about it. Like, I'm not in tears, like, oh, my gosh, Gilgamesh, I can't <laughs> believe it. No! Like, it's, I don't have that. I and, and I guess maybe I'm not supposed to yet, because they mm-hmm. still have more story to tell. But, like, I don't know. It's not impactful enough for me. You didn't weep for Gilgamesh the way we weeped for uh, Peter Parker. Yeah, you know when what I mean. Fake died, right? When you know died, what I mean. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. But maybe I'm not supposed to be there yet because this was the first time. But at the same time, I feel like you, you probably have need to have a balance of like, okay, I know this is the first time I'm meeting them, but you know, giving me a little bit of emotional weight so that if this man dies off, I'm like, oh snap! Wait, what's happening? Like, I just didn't really. So, Rinaldi, how do you feel? That, you know, with everything that Alicia shared about just like, it's not that she doesn't care about the characters, it's just that she doesn't care about them enough to have any emotion, emotional response to what they're going through. Do you feel that with any of the characters? Um, I think this movie was about kind of exploring um, larger concepts. Um, it almost felt like a continuation of What If. Mm. I don't think it was about the characters. Um, so I don't feel upset about the screen time that they got, each character got. I think it I think it was appropriate for the length of the movie that we had that they spread out the screen time the way they did for each character. I think it made sense. Mm-hmm. So I liked I mean, I, I wouldn't say I liked all the characters, but I felt like all the characters kind of did what they were supposed to do. It was just some were more effective than others. Like Gilgamesh I knew he was a dead man the minute he showed up on screen. And I don't think he did enough to make me care that he died. Um, so, and but then on the other side of the spectrum, you have Icarus, and he's like the main one. He's the first one that appeared mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie. Like when the, 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 the agent uh, humans were attacked by the deviants, Icarus was the first one to show up. So from that point, I was like, okay, Icarus is like the going to be a central focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have a spectrum of okay, these are our important characters, and these are kind of like, you know, they'll have their moments, but they're side characters. So, right. Yeah. So 
to answer your question directly, some characters I liked, some I didn't care for too much, but mm-hmm. they did what they were supposed to do. The mm-hmm. ones I didn't care for too much. Yeah. I was just listening to you say Spectrum and like just a little on that, but I'm going in a somewhat different direction. What was up with the power scaling here? Like, I don't really, mm. why was Icarus so strong in comparison to the others? Like, I know that like everyone has their strengths and more, yeah. um, uh, power like his is more obvious, but like, I'm even just thinking about like the Avengers or the justice league, at least with, them having difference of power, like you could at least see that they could hold something down. It's just like without Icarus, they was like, mm-hmm. it's almost like they were struggling. Like he had to be like the. I'm just like, what powers do you guys have again? I mean, yeah. they have like, powers. Like, I, what about the dude who's like shooting things out of his fingers? Oh, he decided to take himself out of the final battle, which and rightfully yeah, that, so. That's a yeah, I mean, that's a whole nother thing. But I think yeah, in terms but, of Kingo. Um, he can shoot projectiles at the yeah, so That was effective. Yeah, some of them had something, but it was just like they made it very clear. Oh, snap. Icarus is against us. Whoa. Like, I'm like, aren't there like, isn't this a seven on one? Like, yeah. y'all? Yeah, that like, was a little bit what's happening? over the top. Mm-hmm. I think that was more maybe because they respected him and they overestimated him because, like, I don't know. Like, Icarus could probably beat everybody except scarlet witch captain marvel and hulk but i think he can take everybody else but so i mean he's powerful but i mean i could i just named three avengers that i'm confident could take him and i think thor that would be a long fight who knows who would win that fight so Mm -hmm. it's not like he's clearly the like a powerful you know what i mean no well like he's in that upper tier but but i think i think for them, it was more just out of respect. Like, they respect him yeah. as the leader. Yeah. I don't think it was literally, like... Because I, I felt how you felt when they first said it. When they were like, oh, man, if Icarus is going against us, like, this is going to be a huge problem. At first, I felt that way. But then when I watched the actual fight itself, and I watched um, Fastos mm-hmm. hold him for, like, at least a good 15 minutes mm-hmm. with his own powers... Then I realized, no, this is just a respect thing. Like, they respect him oh. so much as a leader. They kind of overestimated how powerful he was. Yeah. That's how I interpreted it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I hear that. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of, like, whole, like, MCU, like, I'm not saying, like, okay, like, in that respect, I was just saying, like, Icarus in comparison to the other Eternals. I'm like, so, none of y'all? <laughs> it y'all felt- can't jump this man, like? Hmm. I, I'm, I'm not yeah i think they could i think again it's they have this <laughs> yeah but yeah your point makes sense i guess but i was just like what what do you guys well i can't say all of them i think well really i guess this is my my roundabout way of saying that cersei pissed me off <laughs> because i'm just like can you awaken your stuff already like stop that's true. She didn't really do anything the whole movie. She didn't until like the Wait. last. I'm just like figure out how to do the freezy thing so but you can was, like. She was do the one this. that was like figuring out all the new information that they needed to piece together what was going on. Dog, they was waiting. The, all right, <laughs> that. are you talking about the end where she had to put the celestial to sleep? 
Yes, Are you talking about the movie? Real long time to do. Yeah, no. Because yeah, without no. her, they would have been clueless they to true. what was going on. Okay, so okay, I I, I see. But if her. you're talking about the end, I, yeah. I feel you because yeah. she took a long time and then got stabbed by homegirl. Yeah, I'm just like, so you ain't got like, no hands. Like how, yeah. how long have you been alive, bro? Like, <laughs> like I get, get it that get it together. I get it that Sprite turned invisible, but you can't like hear her move around or like I don't know. You can't she just. Like you you spent what like 7000 years with this woman and you know she likes to trick people and be deceptive and you just fell for that trick yeah, that illusion. Yeah, it would have been cool to see an <laughs> epic battle between like old friends like they know each other's strength and weaknesses and then attacking. Yeah. But it, like kind of like you guys were both saying like it was just Icarus being Icarus being like the big bad, I guess. And everyone just being like, oh, man, like, how, how can we go up against yeah. him? This was and it felt like invincible. Fight. It felt this- like invincible, though, with um, Omni-Man showing uh, up mm-hmm. and people being like, yeah. what? And then just losing. Right. Because, yeah, it was yeah. like that and and the when Superman rose from the dead in yeah. Justice League. It was yep. like they put those two ideas together mm-hmm. and made them worse. <laughs> because, yeah, the whole Omni-Man thing, you're right, right? Because he, he confessed that he killed Ajak, and it was the same thing when Omni-Man was forced to mm-hmm, admit mm-hmm. that he killed all the um the other people. Right. It was kind of shot in the same way, too, where they were in this little room thing. It was circular, and then people are just, like, looking at each other, oh, and the true. camera's spinning. Yo, I'm like, oh, why do I feel like this is live action? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, it was the Good same, point. because everyone was, like, the way they were staring at Icarus, and he... And he was kind of shouting mm-hmm. to, I guess, out of a mixture of guilt and to like justify himself. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah it's similar. Interesting indeed. Yeah. There was there was also a scene in the beginning, kind of getting off topic, where. Um, the earthquake started and um, what's her face? Cersei was teaching her class and she could like feel the earthquake and then some of the things were falling off of the the wall or whatever was mm-hmm. happening. And it reminded me of um, Wonder Woman in um, the Justice League, um, the Snyder cut. The way like she moved and protected that other girl. I'm like, huh. They definitely studied Wonder Woman as well for Cersei and, um, yeah, they just copied and pasted, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, we'll get to that. Because um, yeah. also another thing, this is more the cartoons. doesn't have to do with Zack Snyder, but the way Icarus was fighting, um, it reminded me when Superman would turn evil in the cartoons. Mm-hmm. Like, remember um, in Batman Beyond when... Um, Starro controlled Superman Mm. Mm. and he would just fly like in a straight line and just use shoot his lasers he wouldn't actually fight yeah um Mm -hmm. that's how Batman Terry yeah yeah um yeah and the Icarus was fighting the same way so it was just weird that they took the the I guess every time Superman goes bad fighting style and just, just put it lasers. on Icarus. Yeah, he, has, he just you know, fires like, the lasers. Yeah. That's it. There's no like hand to hand combat. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't. Yeah, I noticed that about um, Icarus in this movie. Like, the most he does is like throw around uh, the deviants or like wrestle 
with the deviants. He only does that to create space for him to fire his eye beams. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't know if he has any hand to hand combat. Um I will say my favorite character in terms of power, uh, and I, how do I pronounce her name? Is it Makari? Makari. Yeah. Makari? Yeah. I liked her. Oh my too. gosh. Yeah. The yeah. way they used her her super speed. Hmm. Oh my gosh, it was so well done. And yeah. she's fast. Like super fast. Take notes, yeah, Ezra fast. Miller, please. Literally. Right. Yeah. Like, Ezra Miller's seriously. gonna have to do some research. Yeah, he's gonna have to do some research and yeah. figuring out like, wait, why did I run that way? <laughs> <laughs> like I've never run before in my life. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. Zack Snyder needs no, to stop slow mowing fast. Yeah, running. that's what I was yeah. saying. Who was I talking to? Like if the Flash is fast, can I see him fast? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I, not every maybe one moment. Especially towards the end of that movie of Justice League Snyder Cut, um, where it's like the big final act, the final event, and he's got a, that moment made sense for like we see him in real time and everything else is coming back. But like every other time, we got to see him fast. That's it. Yeah. And I feel like out of everything, we only saw him fast once, and it was when he was catching the rubble falling on. Uh, some of the people, yeah, that mm-hmm. they were rescuing, and that was it. You, he's su- he's moving super fast, like it looked like he's in three places at once. Yeah, but that's it. Like, yeah, I really liked the way they used her power in this movie. Yeah, like it was so well done. Um, yeah. my second favorite would be she Icarus. Could, she also but, could run so fast that she could sense things through vibrations. I right. Mm-hmm. Nice touch. Yeah, and it was kind of cool that she was also spoke sign language. Can you speak sign language? Yeah, What's the correct term? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the actress is deaf. But I like how they incorporated her running fast with her feeling vibrations and then also communicating through sign language. I yeah. thought that was really cool. I like Wait, that I gotta too. ask, is the actress really deaf? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, she's on Walking Dead. I follow her on Instagram. So you mean to tell me that her her co-stars learn sign language for their roles? Well, she can read lips. I know, but they were using sign language. Oh in the yeah, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. had to learn the sign language. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and actually, really cool. I yeah. I didn't uh, even think of that. Like, what? I thought that was like a creative choice. I don't think that would make um, that would be good business sense to hire someone um, for that role specifically if they didn't um, if they weren't deaf, like to pretend mm-hmm. someone's deaf. True, yeah. true. Oh, I just, yeah. I just didn't think yeah. I just didn't think of it past like, oh, okay, this character is deaf. Mm-hmm. Like I got you. I didn't think I didn't think of it past like, oh, maybe the actors like I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that actress is actually I think she started some kind of activist group to fight back against that. That's so cool. Because in the past, that's what would happen. You would hire someone to pretend to be deaf. Well, you learn something. Instead new. of hiring an actual deaf yeah i was um reading some stories on twitter about how um the actress that plays makari would get frustrated when it came time to shoot scenes because she couldn't like hear the action um and people would just start acting and she wouldn't know when she would have to go and so angelina jolie developed a technique of um flashing just a laser Mm. um in her general direction so she could know that it was her turn to to perform and i thought that was not only mm-hmm. cool cool but really kind yeah. to like think okay this person's actually kind of struggling let's figure out a way to make sure that she can thrive in this environment mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's really cool 
Yeah, you learn something every day. Yeah, and I thought story-wise, I think the fact that they said that she uses vibrations to sense everything around her, it kind of made it kind of I think it was a good way to justify it within the story mm-hmm. because I know there's some people online that were very upset because one in the comics Makari is a white dude. <laughs> two, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother issue. Uh, and two, he he's 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 not physically disabled, right? Mm. But I think, well, one, she's a great actress, so whatever they, they can <laughs> kick rocks. But two, um, the fact that she uses vibrations to fight and to know where things are, it it make it makes it so she doesn't need hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the character, her the character in the movie doesn't right. need hearing. I have a she's qu- capable. Question for you, then, Rinaldi. Yeah, is Druig then? Um, also a guy in the comics is it was he an accurate portrayal um because of the, their little romance and stuff i'm not sure to be honest because i feel like online because i haven't i've done research but not I'll, not Extensive. there's still things i don't know mm-hmm. so i don't know usually when people get upset about comics it's like the things that are wrong not the things that are right <laughs> mm. so my assumption is that they have him correct mm-hmm. and that they didn't have a romance but I don't. I don't know. I didn't confirm it. Gotcha. Do you guys have a favorite character? Mine's would be Makari. It, I'm just it's throwing a, that out there. It, like, it's a tie. Um, I'm going um, Fastos and uh, Druig. Okay. Mm. Um, I kind of wish they did more with him. That was kind of one yeah. of the reasons I gave the movie a C. With who? Fastos? With Drew. Paperboy. Okay. Fastos was fine. They, I think yeah. they did a good job with He didn't pa- die, Rinaldi. Paperboy. Paper he did not boy. die. Paper Are you no, happy? He died. But, Paperboy but, didn't. But Paperboy is still kind of in trouble because a- Ashram took him and the other two. That's true. That's so true. he's still kind of. He's on the, I feel he's like, on the chopping block. <laughs> yo, this whole movie, I was like on pins and needles. <laughs> like. There's just different scenes, especially the scene when Icarus decided to oppose everyone, and he shot um, uh, Paperboy dead in dead in the chest, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you that was in it. that room. I you was like, "Oh was no!" <laughs> I turned to Elise. I was like, "Oh yeah, no!" I, was, I was like, oh. "But then he was like, oh, he just got my shoulder.' I was like, "Oh man, I'll take like, it." Woo. Damn. Even though that doesn't well, look too realistic because <laughs> he was like twenty feet away from him. How do you just get get him in the shoulder? But I'm like, nope, nope, don't, 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 don't jinx questions. it. Just, just let we'll it. let that one slide because we want him to let look. it slide. <laughs> how about you? How about you, Fergie? Oh yeah, but Druig too. Yeah, so, like so Druig and Fastos. How about yeah. you, Fergie? Was there a favorite character? I honestly don't think I can pick because I kind of like Cersei, but I don't know. She was not my favorite favorite. Makari was awesome. What about, I actually what about? really liked Angelina Jolie. I thought her performance was really well done. Still not Oscar worthy. <laughs> um, I liked Kit Carrington. I want to see what else he's going to mm. do in the next movie. Icarus was awesome. So I don't know. And then Camille Nanjiani, he got jacked for this role. That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, did. he got jacked for the role, but the shit on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he what? He got, so the, it's a thing with Marvel movies. Where the actors they get super jacked for their role, but they don't take their shirt off. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, so I like, don't know. I well, liked the good. cast in general. Uh, yeah, I, and I'm fine with it, but it's just a you thing. can show me show me an arm. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Oh, yeah. So Fergie, you I'm like you much. like the cast overall? Yeah, yeah, and Salma Hayek too. I thought she did a really great job. Mm. I thought she was also a random choice, but I'm like, you know what? I I like this. Yeah. So actually, well, hmm. yeah, I guess. 
It's I hard. Like three, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, Dag. I guess I like more of them than I thought, mm-hmm. but um, I guess to choose... Man, I don't know. Because there's four of them who's like either their powers or like whatever that I liked. Um, so I definitely liked Bastos. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say Karun was your favorite. I mean, uh, well. <laughs> he's not an eternal, though. <laughs> he was I'm funny, not, though. Yeah, he's, yeah. Um, Druig as well. Yeah, but I guess. I don't know, between Makari, Druig, or Fastos, I can't really choose. Yeah. Gilgamesh is also kind of up there, but that's about it. Everybody else, y'all are all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cersei's at the bottom, though. <laughs> She's definitely. Dang. No, actually, you know what? Icarus is at the bottom. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Like Icarus him. is at. Really? Icarus, like him, Icarus was the best fighter. He's a scrub. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Should have been down with the cause, man. Yeah, no, he was. I don't uh, know. I don't think that. I liked. That. I liked how that debate was uh, like an actual debate. Like you could see both sides. I, of it. I, I loved and hated him. He's not like mm-hmm. him being at the bottom doesn't mean like. Oh no, he's I know. The worst, worst, I'm just worst, reacting. But yep. it's just like if I, mean, I had man, to. Man, you do. got me. I got you. So you know, I, you say, like, I came with Gilgamesh. You came with Icarus. So that's you know okay. Mean? So that's that's crazy because Cersei's Cersei's close though. I'm like, yeah. Dog. I, I, I thought nah. I'm I'm more. I'd rather put Thena there. I was not feeling her. Interesting. I feel like Thena was better than Cersei. I agree. She had more like um half emo- the time she had more going on. Dangerous. Man. Yeah. Half the time she was Thena's just bugging dangerous, out. bro. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, no, nah, man, she's dangerous. Well, she was more interesting. Was out. Like, honestly, Icarus got people shook, but Thena did too. Yeah. yeah. And that's why they were like Gilgamesh had to like be like, there, okay. There are two Eternals that could take Icarus. Hand to hand, yep. Stina and Makari, yep. It's them too, but right. Cersei can appeal to his heart. No, jeez, no, 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 oh jeez. No, okay, that was that was a joke. That was a joke. That was not a legitimate argument. That was not a legitimate argument. <laughs> to to but commit the to the legend, gone. to commit Bruh. to the legend, instead of him just being down for the cause, he flew into the sun. That was so dumb. Yeah, that was dumb. Uh, but, but but but, but, but what I'm trying to get at though is that she did not speak to his heart. But also, like, what would she, what she would did. that have done? Like, he left her. Well, right. well, bec- well. All right, let me let me start from the beginning because there's a <laughs> lot to unpack. All right, number one, um, I I just wasn't feeling Thena because she wasn't reliable. She just bugged out every five seconds. You can't she, rely on her. She did, if she, she was did. in her right mind. <laughs> the 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 ending of the movie would have went smoother. That's fair. Uh, no, was, again, I okay. like her. I'm just, you know, I'm ranking everybody. That's she, all I'm doing. She came through when it came time because that that deviant. They needed to kill that de- that sentient deviant. That she sentient deviant was a waste of space. Okay, can we, I thought uh, he was going to team up with. Can we, yeah, we, can we talk about there. him for a second? So wait, my let me just say my characters, and I want to talk about that deviant yeah. real quick. So my favorite two characters, top two, is Makari, and the second is Icarus. Mm-hmm. Um. I am just so impressed at her power mm-hmm. and like how it was used. Mm-hmm. And you almost like, you know, she's fast, but you wouldn't expect her to take Icarus hand to hand. Like there was mm-hmm. no way he was going to catch her. Like, yeah. 
So well, eventually uh, he did. Eventually he did. Yeah, but like, but she she had them all hands. the Eternals. Yeah, no finger guns is gonna destroy. Is that your theory as yeah. to why he left? <laughs> like, That's my theory. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm, I'm weak. I'm leaving. Maybe I'm weak. I'm not equal. because in the movie, and I felt for him too. I felt for that character because he looked up to Icarus. Yeah, Kingo was was like like a big supporter of Icarus. Right. 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 And so when he <laughs> found out. Well, actually, he left before all that stuff, whatever. But then when he found out, he's just like, "I'm good, y'all are, y'all are whatever. I'm gonna go ahead and like just dip out." Well, he left be- when Icarus and the and the others were debating, right? And then when he left after that is when Icarus confessed that he killed Ajax. But but during but didn't that, didn't he de- attack him though? Didn't Icarus attack him? Kingo? Yeah. Did he? I thought I'm he- pretty sure he did. Uh, let me check my notes. Mm, maybe that might be i thought kingo left before icarus attacked everybody no i i think i think i was after i think he bowed out afterward yeah he, they, i feel like he attacked him they had a confrontation first before they like yeah got the team together to decide i remember to, watching that scene when it's revealed that that he is trying to awaken the celestial and he's trying to aid that plan and I remember watching that scene going. Oh, like, yep, you're right. So he yes. left. He left after that initial confrontation. Yes, exactly, exactly. Because That's he felt um, emotionally torn between the two sides, and he felt like that. Yeah, he felt he felt betrayed. Like yeah. I don't know this guy anymore. But like with that being said, hand to hand combat, Makari and second favorite is Icarus. Yeah, only because um, I don't know. I liked him in this movie. He was a clear leader. Mm-hmm. It was garbage what he did, though. Um, he had like a presence about him. There was a like, presence yeah. about him. Okay. You can see why I mean, people could kind of. Say, yeah. yeah. You can see why people kind of trusted his judgment. Yeah. And even in the end, like, you can just see the conflict. He's not just outright like, Mwahaha, I'm evil. I had yeah. this smile. Like, he, he felt guilty. He flew into the sun, which we're going to get to in a second because yeah. that was interesting. But I think but, he, was, he was loyal to um, Ashram. He believed right. in his, Ashram's right. vision. And that's a tricky thing because Ashram had somewhat of a point. Yeah. Like, well, if you destroy the earth, you create a celestial that can create another solar other system. Of, yeah, exactly. Another solar system with, what, a dozen planets filled mm-hmm. with life? So it's like... So it's a sacrifice. Yeah. And yeah. that's... I think Icarus just bought into that. Yeah. He believed it. Real quick, though. The... the that Deviant. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's when I thought the movie was going to 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 take its turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. When he started speaking. Yeah. yeah. Oh, true. I was like, what? That was creepy. Happening? That's when I was like, yeah. oh, snap. And then they did nothing with it. And then they did nothing. Nothing with waste. it. Waste of space. That's, what, that's like, what almost made me drop this to a C minus. Like, it. Why? It was, yeah. so, that it was, was such a disappointment. I feel like you. if he yeah. had a role in the final act, like an actual purpose, I would be where Fergie is. I would yeah. give this movie a B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but that nah. was a disappointment. That, yeah, that, that, I don't that know what so happened. What, what did you guys think was going to happen? Because I thought um, the sent the intelligent deviant was going to team up with Icarus because, but then betray Icarus. So. Yeah, it was going to be one of those types of like. I anticipated something like, like a Loki, yeah. a Loki yeah. type deal. When I saw that in the theater, I turned to Rob and I said, "Is this Ultron? Are they going to do Ultron?" Uh, yeah. yeah, that's, what, that's I think exactly I heard what you, said. you say yep. that. Yep. Yeah, it felt like Ultron. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially the way he was talking. Yeah, yeah. I'm like James Bader. Are you back? <laughs> he did sound like maybe his James cousin. Bader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, no. yeah, I I thought something like that. Like I didn't know exactly where it was going, but I thought like, okay, you got a talking deviant, you got Icarus turning his back on everybody, and now now this deviant is on on site. Like there's some sort of partnership, but no, that didn't happen. It Everybody's was, fighting everybody now, and it just made the whole Ajax reveal kind of weak because yeah. it's like it was very clever. He pushed her off the ledge. And her powers aren't really combat-oriented, so mm-hmm. she died from the pack of deviants. Yeah. Then he just flew down, picked up her dead body, and flew right back up. It was, right. like, so clever. Right. right. But then you didn't try to use the deviant to further your plan right. at the end of the movie. Yeah. I don't get that. Yeah. I and know. I get it. He's emotionally torn. But at this point, bro, like, if you're going to commit, just commit, man. Yep. I want to shift gears real quick, yeah, um, and begin a conversation that that happens a little bit off screen. We we sort of mentioned it earlier, but I wanted to bring up Chloe Zhao and um, and how Chloe Zhao said uh, that Eternals was inspired by Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I actually want to read this article, um, not the full article, but just a piece of it from Forbes.com uh, in an interview with uh, a French outlet. I'm not going to pronounce the name. I'll have the link Do in it. the description. Cinema dot uh, I don't want to offend people. Um, <laughs> at I'm least do, do it. it. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I said at least. Oh, at least do it. Me? You speak more uh, French than I do. You want Creole. at least to get French? up. And, I, and I, I mean, I could get by with some Creole, but <clears throat> kind of not. Really. I believe in you. I don't want to offend the French. You know, they're very <laughs> well, uh, particular. Yeah, yeah just read no, the no, article, no. man. She talked about how much she liked Man of Steel and how she wove Snyder's vision of Superman into elements of Icarus. And this is her quote. You said it, not me. Superman is the ubermensch, the ultimate man, the Superman, a concept that exists in all cultures. (laughs) Of all modern interpretations of Superman, this is Zack Snyder's with Man of Steel, which inspired me the most because he approached this myth in in an authentic way, I remember thinking it was Superman by Terrence Malik when I saw the trailer. This film left a strong impression on me, but Icarus is, of course, our own take on Superman. That's that's her quote. And there's other, you know, areas in the internet where she's saying different things about how, you know, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Man of Steel, and X, Y, and Z. And when whenever Icarus was on screen, that's all I can think about. Yeah. Was Man of Steel or or uh, Henry Cavill that that Superman? Yeah, and it, I don't know who I said it to. I think I said it to you, Fergie. That this was Marvel Marvel's first time. Like finally, like it's like finally I can use eye beams, and that's all they did. Yeah. Like in every shot he's in, he was using eye beams. And so, what do you, what do you guys think about Chloe Zhao and her inspiration from Zack Snyder? And Man of Man of Steel, out of all of Zack Snyder's work, like Man of Steel was the inspiration. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I feel like I retweeted something similar to what you were reading, Rob, where it says Chloe Zhao was inspired by Man of Steel, and I wrote, "We could tell." <laughs> mm. Like it's like it's not really a secret. We can see that's heavily what she um, was inspired from, and I think it worked. It was definitely a risk because mm-hmm. I don't think that's probably one of my favorite DC movies. Um, 
but I think it paid off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Um, dang, this. <laughs> I feel like someone says something and it sparks a bunch of ideas. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, because I think we have a different opinion about Man of Steel. But um, but in terms <laughs> of um, Chloe Zhao's inspiration, um, I think it um. I just thought it was interesting that she said that Zack Snyder was like one of her favorite directors of all time. You know, mm-hmm. she that said that in a different interview, and it's just weird because the internet has had this whole debate about Zack Snyder, and there's a lot of negativity surrounding his ideas. So it's just really weird to see Marvel embracing a director that's openly admitting that mm-hmm. and bringing her into their plan, mm-hmm. and adopting some of these concepts so i mean it feels good because seven years or eight years ago when this movie came out man of steel you know people were making fun of me and mocking me and saying like dc's not going to exist in five years (laughs) and they should have never made man of steel and now marvel's like embracing some of the concepts of man of steel Mm -hmm. so I feel vindicated. <laughs> uh, okay. It's but, personal. Yeah, it's very personal. Yeah. I mean, shoot, one of my closest friends, we had a three-hour argument about it. <laughs> steal. Three but, um, Was it he, Rob? No, it wasn't Rob. Um, He's, he paused. <laughs> no, I didn't pause because, anyway. <laughs> um, no. No, me and Rob had actually somewhat, mostly agree on Man we of do. Steel. We do. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just weird thinking about that argument eight years ago and how people kind of had these projections for DC, like, oh, this is... But I think the fact that Chloe Zhao is embracing some of these concepts is cool. I really Mm -hmm. like it a lot, and I like the fact that she just had this vision and just wholeheartedly pursued it Mm -hmm. uh, on how Mm -hmm. Superman is and how we can tell superhero stories. Mm -hmm. It makes it fresh. It's not... Prevents it from getting stale. I will say this, though, um, as I'm an artist... Um, and a visual artist, I can appreciate Zack Snyder's style and how he films and um, the choices that he makes. And I think from a artist standpoint, it makes sense that she would look to him um, as a as a standard on how she wanted the Eternals to to come out. Um, I just not really a fan of Man of Steel personally. Yeah, Man yeah. of Steel isn't for for everyone. It, it is a movie that, with time, it gets better. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will say that. Because, like, you look at, I think Avengers came out 2012. Yep, right? came out a year before. And then uh, Man of Steel came out 2013. And only one of those movies, quality-wise, still holds up. Right, right. And so, mm-hmm. you know, there's something to be said even there. Just with, I mean, if we're just talking directors, Joss Whedon and Zack Snyder. But even so, like with filmmaking and big budget filmmaking, you know, there is something to be said about like Zack Snyder's choices and mm-hmm. how he directs. But yeah, he's an I, artist first, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly what first. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Icarus? What about Icarus? Didn't you want to want to, oh, you want to talk about that? that? Had my t- those were my two quick questions. Well, one of them, one of them was Icarus flying into the sun. Okay. Thoughts so yeah, let's, let's let's address that. Oh, I wish they filmed that scene better because the way it is is goofy as heck. I just, I, I wish he just like separate, like flew somewhere else on the planet and just was like 
now you know okay he's just trying to find himself as opposed to him like committing suicide by going into the sun yeah i thought like, that's what he was gonna do that he was gonna fly away and go and find himself and like return some but of then the it would really be a copy of invincible because oh, right, that's I what omni man did it's the only thing that like <laughs> the only thing you can yeah. do kind of makes sense to me because it's like what did you show me throughout the whole film that convinced me that now you must kill yourself? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I Honestly, really... I'd be disappointed if he didn't kill himself. Yeah, me too. Or maybe it's just the way it's that just he the way did they it. Filmed it. Because mm. the, the way they filmed, filmed it. Is they yeah. wanted to, you know, play off they that. They should have just made the but... scene longer. Make the scene longer. Make them, make them try to, like, figure yes, it out. Maybe that's what it is. You know? He yeah. just needs to wrestle a little bit more. And then when he realizes he just can't handle the guilt, then yeah. he flies off. Yeah. yeah. But it was I, too quick. I think that's exactly what it was because yeah, okay. he struggles for like two seconds. And then he's like, and then flies ah! off. And <laughs> it's as if he's like flown into the sun before. It's like, I've done this before. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. Like, uh, how, how does somebody make. If I knew how to fly. I'm not going to think to fly into the sun whenever I'm like Wait, slightly did, convenient. Did Sprite just tell a bunch of Greeks this story that Icarus made these artificial wings and flew too close to the sun and died? Hmm. And he and in his anguish, he was like, wait, Sprite told this story. And I'm going to do it for real. Oh my gosh. I'm going to do it for real because I can't live anymore. <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah. it was going to be a Superman moment for for uh, real quick. Like he's okay. He's going to space, getting juice or whatever. <laughs> power from the sun. Exactly. But but he, his powers don't work that way. <laughs> I know. I feel you though. I feel yeah. you though because you're used to Superman yeah. doing that. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. It was his powers out of left field. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely not know Superman. Yeah. All right. And then my second. Quick question is: What y'all think of these extra credit scenes or extra oh, yeah, uh, extra scenes? Even get into that. No, because the post credit scenes. Well, one of them is is worth it. The other one is like. Mm. Wait, what was the yeah, first one? one again? The first one. Do you know these characters? Was um Dane uh, the boyfriend? Dane Whitman. Oh, no, yeah. that was the no, second one. No, that was the second one. one. That was the second that was one. Second oh, one. I can't even the first one was um Thanos's brother. Yeah. Oh, Harry Styles. Yeah, Harry Styles. Yeah, we gotta talk. Okay. Yeah, Eros. I'm not gonna dwell on this, but why? I'm Why sorry. Harry Styles? Yes. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. That's gr- I mean, well, that's not that Star Fox is like super bulky or anything, but it's just like. Does he have acting experience? He does. He was in yeah, a um, movie with, a, mm-hmm. uh, what's his face? I, the guy who did Tenet? Nolan. Christopher Nolan. I, I oh, okay. I didn't see how good he was, but, you know, I, I, I assume that he had some things. He's just he a pretty well. face, and he, he can't not act, I guess, so. Yeah, but it's just like, what, what is with this? Like, it's just like when we were uh, posting um, about, uh, when I was asking you guys about Adam Warlock and what y'all thought about mm-hmm. that casting. I'm just like, <laughs> what is with these, like, I know. I don't know. I know. I know these are weird castings. It's yo Hollywood starving. Yeah. That's why. That's yeah. why but they're I'm just saying, the <laughs> talent is out there. They just keep trying to pull the money. Mm-hmm. The talent's there. Like Harry stop. I mean, hey man, if you listen to this, <laughs> we'll like, see. We'll Harry, see. We, we, he hasn't. He I hasn't been no, in the movie yet. Would you rather Harry Styles or Cole Sprouse? Give me Cole Sprouse, dog. Because I just can't do it. At least I mean, you don't have an open mind. <laughs> I mean, they already casted him, so I guess I'm gonna have to. But like, I was like, you know, it'd be hilarious if uh, if in that post credit scene you get the leprechaun guy 
I don't know his name. Yeah, his name and was uh, Pip, I think. Pip. Oh, yeah, Pip, Pip. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Pip comes in, and he introduces Thanos' brother. And, um, oh, my gosh, what's dude's name? Michael Sarah comes through. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. I would pay I, to if, see that. If Michael, that. if Michael Sarah was Eros, that would be good. That would be funny. It took me a minute to realize. I was like, why does this guy look familiar? And I was like, oh, my gosh, no. Yeah. That's who you are. I was just like. He's trying to get that Marvel money. I guess. So I mean, will, I can't knock him for so that. So will Fastos just elect to die? Because presumably he's going to take Makari and Druig to save the other the other three. Well, Fastos going to look at Harry Styles and be like, man, I'll, I'll just, I made my peace with my life. I ain't going to be saved by right. One Direction. One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> I can be saved by One Direction. Yeah, no, okay. How's so- One Direction Thanos' brother? That seriously. <laughs> like Excellent question. Here. Yeah, so that And he's was- not purple? Right. <laughs> and he's not purple. Well, Thanos well, in true. the comics is... <laughs> Is half deviant, not yeah, half eternal. Yeah, but, which is a whole nother mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, I don't even so, know if the movies are gonna touch on this. <laughs> like, how are these related? I mean, well, I mean, they he did put it out there that like it's a known fact, you know, on the end credit scene that he is his brother. So, mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully, th- I, I hopefully that opens up for some explanation, unless they're just gonna put that out there just like the way they said oh this is why we couldn't help y'all during the blip yeah so the second end credits scene i know harry styles kind of drew our attention uh heavily we were like let's get away from harry styles Uh, but there's another scene that has nothing to do with harry styles and it involves um dane whitman uh cersei's current boyfriend and apparently he has a family history and there's a i guess a family heirloom Mm-hmm. Which is like a an ebony sword, mm-hmm. and he's thinking about grabbing it because Cersei got kidnapped by um, Erisham. Mm-hmm. So he's thinking about grabbing this sword and maybe using its power to like save her. But then all of a sudden, you hear a voice that says, "You sure you want to do that, Mister Whitman?" Mm-hmm. And then it's like credits, and it's like, "Wait a minute, that sounds like Blade." Yeah, <laughs> yep. that voice. Yep, you are correct, yep. sir. And it was Blade. And it was 100% Blade. Maharsha. How do you pronounce the name? Maharsha. Masha Ali. Maharsha. 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 Let's all try. I know, I know how to say this man's name. Maharsha Ali. Maharsha Maharsha Bless you. It does sound like we're sneezing. Y'all messed me up. Because I had it Go ahead, Elise. You got that. Fergie, Ma- you, you, uh, Marshall. This is what happened. You, this is what, see, what, now I don't feel confident. <laughs> I don't know yeah, if I said it. Yeah, how would you pronounce it? How'd you pronounce it? Marshala. I can't say Mar- it. Marshala. I think it's Marshala. 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 Yeah, Marshala. Yeah. Marshala Ali, call it and tell us how to pronounce your name. Thank Marshala. you. Please join our podcast. <laughs> we love your work. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Y'all made me break that up was, his That name. was his voice. And you know what? You know what's crazy? I, sh- I don't know why this, that just took place. Because he <laughs> killed it as Cottonmouth. Yeah, he did. Yeah, bro. Cage. Like, he sold the show. I think he's going to kill it as Blade. Oh, yeah. He's going to kill it. Yeah, I'm not worried about his acting ability. The same thing with this movie. Like, the acting was fine. Oh, it's yeah. What's going to happen with the writing and the mm-hmm. direction? Yes. That's yeah. what concerns yeah. me the most. Because, yeah, if you have him and then if you, I mean, if in this Blade movie they're also going to include kit harrington i'm not mm-hmm. worried about acting yeah. mm-hmm. they're fine it's yeah. like w- marvel are you gonna mm-hmm. you gonna do good with your writing and your plot and yeah. progression yeah yeah 
It's almost like they're Disney Plus shows. Like they, they, it's like they forgot how to do a TV show. Oh my god! Yeah. Don't even yeah. get me started. It's, oh yeah. goodness! You know, and and then some of the writing and production. Now we're getting into some mature elements, and it's take it's how long has it been for Marvel? Like since Iron Man one, mm. like uh, 15, 13, 13, thirteen years. Yeah, Ooh. thirteen years of of putting out. You know, I don't even know what you would call it. But just putting out these this quality of movie, just the formulaic, copy paste movies. They've been doing that for thirteen years. Mm-hmm. Now they have to make some effort yeah. to get creative and do something new. Because and we've we're kind not of gonna... seen that though with the, all these Phase Four stuff. Yeah, yeah. they're they're testing. Yeah, and, they're uh-huh. testing the waters for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think oh, they have. Oh, my bad. I think they have to because I think that. You know, DC is on the cusp of doing mm-hmm. something crazy. I mean, we don't know. Yep. Again, yeah. we're, we're keeping our expectations low because they've they've burned us a lot. Mm-hmm. But if they get this, if the if the movies look as good as their trailers and they get it right, Marvel's in trouble. Yeah, they, they, it's almost like Marvel saw that DC is backing away from the jokes, and Marvel's saying like, thinking like, oh wow, it works. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't need jokes in every movie. Nope. You don't. You just need like one good one. You need yeah, one just good a movie. Few. Not, I not really, a whole bunch. I really think. Uh, what happened? What did Marvel put out after the um, Batman trailer came out? Did Marvel put out something? Did they put out any Spider-Man news or anything? I don't think they did. Mm, Is that when? So- oh no, wait, no, not Marvel. All they did was put out some more Hawkeye stuff. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna because I'm gonna tell you one thing. Oh no, I know what happened. What they moved they all their dates. Yeah, oh, yeah. Their release dates. I see. Okay. For next year, I'm telling you, I didn't they're know sweating. That. They're, yeah, they're sweating. They're watching what DC's doing, and they're like, uh "Oh, guys!" But they saw Robert Pattinson's teeth, so we're all good. <laughs> Get away! Uh, Get I'm glad you guys are on board with what I saw. It's <laughs> not just me. I just find it hilarious that in Amazing Spider-Man Two, y'all said the teeth are so obvious in this movie. <laughs> And my argument was, I think you guys are going to look for this in every movie. And That's you guys so are funny. very dismissive. <laughs> you know what? You were very dismissive when I said that. I didn't until Rob. Yeah, Rob pointed it out. Now. I'm like, yo, why is his teeth look like baby teeth? But you want to know what, though? In my defense, Rinaldi, <laughs> yes. the only reason why I talked about the teeth in Amazing Spider-Man 2 was because they clearly highlighted it. Yes. <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> but they here, zoomed in. They yeah, zoomed in. Yes, and they showed that the electricity fixed that man's teeth. Like, he had I mean, free, that was... It was goofy. You right. dental work. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's why. I was like, oh... But it, this it was one of his Oscorp benefits. Oscorp benefits. Can I... Can we just say Oscorp? Benefits. Oscorp Oscorp benefits. benefits. Yeah. To my defense, I'm on Instagram all the time. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many times (laughs) I saw that still footage of Robert Pattinson like grinding his teeth. And I'm like, dude, did you like. Did you shrink your teeth? Why do, Why am Man. I seeing this? Like, it looks like baby teeth. <laughs> he never it, lost his baby teeth. He never, he never lost, lost his, his baby teeth. teeth. <laughs> like, yo, he's, and he's in his I'm, 30s. And it, where is he from? Is he from England? Like, yeah, he's from England. Robert. <laughs> Stop. Um, I guess I'm too used to, like, Ben Affleck. And like you, you have know, to readjust. I have this to readjust. Because Batman. this is baby teeth Batman we're talking about now. <laughs> and... 
you know, I got to get over it. But like, yeah, I'm glad you guys saw that. And it's not just me because like, well, this you know. is his year. It wasn't this his year one. So maybe in the years to come, he'll get the good, <laughs> teeth. Get well, some um, good teeth. It's you know, ac- actually teeth? year two. We keep saying oh. that, but it's inspired yeah. by oh year one. Gosh. I know it's inspired by year one. We but... know in the movie it's year two. We get yeah. it. We get it. <laughs> But if you ask anybody who's working on the movie, they say, yeah, we really are inspired by year one and blah, blah, blah. But yes, this movie's year two. But the point is, (laughs) the point is, Marvel saw that trailer and got shook. Got shooketh. Yeah. To the, you know, they had to move Doctor Strange. They had to move, what other projects did did they have coming out? They had to move three projects at least. And so, whoa, they moved Thor. Doctor Strange is coming out in May. Yeah. Whoa, I've yeah. been living under a rock. May? <laughs> yeah. Supposed to come out in March. Yep. They moved and it to May. Thor, Love and Thunder is in July. Yep. Wait, and they moved that's Black really Panther late. back all the way November. That's yep. bonkers. Well, yeah, that's a late one, but I did hear that. Um, uh, Shuri? Shuri? Yeah, she mm-hmm. got injured. So they have to, you know, she's a whole thing with her because she's Mm -hmm. arguing about the vaccine. Yep. Arguing about the vaccine. I say they reboot the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So I say M'Baku is the (laughs) new thing of Wakanda. I'm here for it. Yes. (laughs) M'Baku. I've seen some people kind of asking, okay, like, you know, at some, they were like, oh, well, you know, will they recast Chadwick? And people have been putting different things out there. And I saw somebody throw out, um, I can't, I hopefully I'm not butchering this name, but I think it's e- Elan Noel, who mm. is in- insecure. I don't uh, know if you guys watched yep. no, But I, yeah, I, the I guy, he about. plays this character named Daniel. And I'm like, he actually, Noel. I can see that. Mm. I like his look. I feel like if they ever re- recasted, he could do it. Oh. Take a look at him. Oh yeah, she's pulling he it up. He can do it. Yeah, I, 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 I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. will have it. <laughs> we will have it. Yeah. So Yo. hopefully, I said his name right. But Elon, the man Elon, looks good. No, yeah. I see, yeah, maybe I, they could. At, he could I see be, those triceps. <laughs> maybe they could do it where um T'Challa goes Look missing at this. and they they find him. But, oh, wow. See, yeah. and I, I I wasn't that deep into insecure. I only here. watched like the first season. But yes. Someone, yeah. you know, people were putting out lists of names, and I was just like, and I saw his face, and I said, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 I can get with this if if they want to recast, I mm. approve of this message." That's our review of Eternals. Feel free to email us at marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about everything we talked about. Uh, at this portion of the podcast, this, this segment is where we talk about rankings. We talk about all the MCU uh, movies from Iron Man 1 up until this point, And there's been so many new movies coming out. And uh, we have one sacred list. You know, as we started this podcast, we each had four individual lists. But now we have one list that you all can follow. And we get to fight and argue about where this movie stays. In all 12, oh, not 12, why did I say 12? <laughs> In all 25, now 26 movies. And so, um, Fergie, before we go ahead and figure out where this goes, do you want to read the list currently to us? Currently, at our number one spot, 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 <laughs> is Avengers Infinity War. 
Number two, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Three, Captain America, Civil War. We love our cap. Four, Avengers Endgame. Five, the Bleak Panther. <laughs> Six, Shang-Chi. Seven, Age of Ultron. Eight, Avengers 1. Nine, Spider-Man Far From Home. Ten, Spider-Man Homecoming. Eleven, Iron Man 1. Twelve, Thor 1. Thirteen, Ant-Man 1. Fourteen, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Fifteen, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Sixteen, Iron Man 2. 17, Black Widow, 18, Thor Ragnarok, 19, Doctor Strange, 20, Captain America, 21, Thor the Dark World, 22, Incredible Hulk, 23, Iron Man 3, 24, Ant-Man and the Wasp, that was truly trash, and 25, which mm. will probably never move, <laughs> Captain Marvel. Okay, all right. So thank you for uh, reading the list currently. Uh, now we're going to figure out where does this movie Eternals uh, fit in all of this. And so I think what we can do is start somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Right? Like um, right above or right after Homecoming, I think. Right after Homecoming? Like you have Homecoming and then you have Iron Man 1. So you're thinking, Fergie, you're thinking Eternals sits somewhere between there. Yeah. What do you guys think? Is Eternals better than Iron Man 1? No. Mm, I'm not sure about that. Is it better than Thor 1? Mm, nah, I can't go there. <laughs> not sure about that. <laughs> Is it better than Ant-Man? Mm, nah, definitely sure. not. Ronaldo, nice and calm now. <laughs> Ant-Man's my favorite Avenger. Nah, yeah, he, he, has, he has a little bit of a bias. Is it better than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1? So I can I can I'm, I just make a plea or or make a case for this? Sure. You have you for comparing Eternals to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. You have two movies who are introducing characters for the first time, and one of the movies do it better. Yes. Yeah. I Fair. think Guardians does it just a little bit better because they're more That's consistent what in what they're doing. Like it's like okay, we're gonna be like a meta mm-hmm. comedy adventure movie. Yeah. They're more consistent. I feel like. Eternals is like trying to be an introspective movie, but then still kind of have the the adventure. Marvel right, stuff. I see what you're saying. There's a yeah. lot going on. There's a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, and, and two and a half hours. Yeah, and like I was saying, right, um, when Gilgamesh died, it wasn't enough to make me. Uh, but then when Groot got past, I was no, like, no, true. Like I was like, I was having something. <laughs> He's a tree yeah. that He's only a, says, we, "I am Groot," and I are. felt something. That's fair. When he got sacrificed, out, so you sold me. Yeah, I just gotta keep. And Ronan so, was more powerful than that dumb old intelligent deviant, <laughs> right? Because they they had to sneak onto Ronan's ship, and that was hard. Right, they and had yeah. to get, Ronan is a low bar. Ronan is yes. a low bar. <laughs> yeah, very low bar. So like, so so yeah. let me. So here's where we are right now, right? Because we got we're looking at Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and I know in episode fifty and fifty one we argued back and forth about about this movie. Finaldi. Ah, yeah. Yeah, you cut it out. <laughs> um, so, do we think Eternals is better than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? I I think you can argue it, yeah, either way. Mm-hmm. But if it were my personal list, I might slap that in the middle. I I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. It's definitely above Iron Man Two. 
Yeah, for sure. Definitely above Iron Man yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's easy. Yeah, that's, yeah, definitely above Iron Man 2. Yeah, I'm looking at all the movies below Iron Man 2. I'm like, yeah, yeah Eternals that's... is definitely better than huh. those. Whew, wow. Yeah. Uh, I have a comment to make. Remind me to make, to make my comment, y'all. Sure. Um. Yeah, I guess we can put it above Guardians 2 because I think it did more serious emotional work than mm-hmm. Guardians 2. I know that was a complaint that Rob and Elise had. Release release had yeah. Eternals, on Guardians 2. Eternals was mature and so I mm-hmm. appreciate it mm-hmm. for that definitely. It took yeah. some risks that other Marvel movies did not. It wasn't as form- for- formulaic mm-hmm. so I appreciate it for, for that. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, Eternals sits at number 15. Do we feel good about that? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, think I, I think I agree with that. I think this movie is is the best okay movie <laughs> and yeah. it is different and mm-hmm. is taking some risks mm-hmm. and and i respect it listeners those of you who are uh checking out our podcast and have made it to this segment uh feel free to let us know where would you put eternals uh in your mcu ranking uh is it at number 15 or somewhere in the middle is it uh top 10 for you or is it in the bottom five email us at marvelous friends pod at gmail.com what was that thing i had something i wanted to say you said about the the bottom half of the list you said oh. i have a comment about that yes okay really quick before we go into the that piece this is something that we we seriously need to talk about with mcu and just marvel movies seriously and by seriously i mean that like we agree with it and i just wish that more people took it seriously <laughs> um because when I say that that the MCU that there's a great number of movies that are like not good, and then there's another handful of movies that are just okay, and then they have a few really good movies, people look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at this list. I'm like, Iron Man two is not that good. Black Widow is not that good. Thor Ragnarok is a dumpster fire (laughs) sprinkled with glitter. (laughs) Doctor Strange is not a good origin story. Like, these Uh -uh. movies are not good. Some of these movies... Well, I agree with you, because I've I've gotten that same reaction. Yeah. But some of these movies have some kind of character or... I don't want to use the word gimmick, but for lack of a better term, gimmick. Gimmick, yeah. That kind of... Uniqueness. um, that kind of push people into like really liking it mm-hmm. and kind of overlooking the flaws. I mean, shoot, I'm a victim of this. I defended Iron Man three and yep. I I I defended based on the gimmick that Tony Stark has to be Iron Man without the suit. And I thought that was an interesting gimmick. Um but I think for me I still acknowledge the issues that the movie had. But maybe some MCU fans are willing to ignore the issues that these movies you pointed out. Yeah. You know, but I, I don't know. At the end of the day, if the movie has issues, like, it's going to hurt the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> forget, like, you know, forget, oh, I really love this character, so the movie was good. No, that's not true about a movie. Yeah. I feel like it's a branding thing. Yeah. You know, when, when, when you are branded something, um, and something's being promoted to you in such a way that makes you rely on it and 
and you can count on it every single time yeah. and it's built a reputation of family friendly whatever it is whatever repetition is you almost count on it every time so that when they put so much of it out you just trust that no matter what it is it's going to at least be a fun okay movie yeah. but then when we look at these movies critically they're not good movies yeah it is not like People who say that some of these are good movies, and I, I we're an MCU podcast, and so like, man, why am I saying this? But I think I think we need to be a bit more critical, mm. which is why I I can respect and appreciate a movie like Eternals, yeah, because it, it's at least an effort to real filmmaking. I think it all depends on who you're speaking to, because I think yes, there are MCU fans that will get it and appreciate it, but if you're talking to like the general audience or like um what is it roger ebert or something mm-hmm. like that they're gonna have vastly different opinions yeah and so sometimes i'm like i'm not even gonna waste my breath on this person because they haven't even seen like wandavision you know what i mean so sure. I, I feel like it depends on who you're talking to but it is very annoying yeah mm-hmm. that, that's a good point fergie i wish you had told me this like eight years ago when i was <laughs> arguing with people about <laughs> a bunch of different movies <laughs> but but that's a good point well that's our discussion uh let us know what you think of everything we talked about in this episode you can write to us by emailing marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com you can also call and leave us a voicemail that number is 617-299-6644 let us know about everything that you've heard in this episode or if you want to say hi to us that's fine too marvelous friends is available on spotify stitcher and apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet Marvel content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod. You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scene content. Links to all of these platforms and more are in the show notes of this episode below. This is is the Marvelous Friends Podcast. How do you pronounce the name? Mahersha. Masha Ali. Masha. 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 <laughs> Masha. <laughs>